0: Well, this is the space where I like to play. My name is Misha Z, and this is today's Bitch Slap. Join me as I shed light on the thoughts, actions, and attitudes that are causing you pain, and we train our minds to go to the capital S inner self, the joy that is waiting for us, the God within. So today's episode is about the biggest insecurity that prevents action and it's really interesting (laughs) because it's causing me a lot of psychic discomfort and uh and yeah man for a couple days i've been stewing on this one and uh i've been having to you know pray about it a lot go to god a lot uh, about it a lot to uh to uh to address what are my fears? What's my biggest fear on my insecurity that's preventing action on doing this dang podcast? And more specifically, this episode. And for me, it's, it's definitely uh, I don't want to look bad. Uh, I don't want to come off a certain way. Really, it's about how I'm going to look, right? Which is extremely ironic because I haven't published my podcast cast yet, like I haven't put it out into the real world yet, and I've got, uh, I've got no followers, or no one subscribed, so all those fears, they're imaginary, but I suppose, you know, once I do publish my podcast, because I do have the name, I do have the artwork, I'm trying to complete my first six episodes, and then I will publish them, so... The idea is that uh, is that if somebody likes one of the episodes, they have a few more to to uh, listen to and look at. And so again, the uh, the uh, the question that's been posed for this podcast, or the idea that uh, the people that I'm paying attention to, they're like, hey, make sure that uh, your episode number three uh, looks at this or addresses this question and. And it's really, the question is, what's your biggest insecurity that prevents action? And and it's about, that prevents action in regards to my main topic theme of the podcast in general. And mine is, hey, you know, the more we can go to God, the better. The more that we can align our our self-will, our, our egos <laughs> with God's will, uh, the better off we are, um, and, uh, you know, ultimately to be working from no self-will and just be in God's will, well, that's the dream, and we're humans, so we've got brains and all sorts of emotions and feelings that flow through, so that can make that super hard some days, it feels like. So plowing forward, in if the solution is, and I believe it is in most, not in most, in everything, is to align my will with God's will, then um, I will be happy, joyous, and free. <clears throat> I will have complete peace in the moment, and I will let go of outcomes. And of course, per usual, oftentimes that's easier said than done. Um, sometimes to find that alignment, I've had to do weeks worth of, weeks worth of heavy lifting. Um, but anyway, that, which can be a great fear. That is one of the fears. So what is one of the fears that, that, that could be, that would keep somebody from, from, uh, you know, doing, doing the required centering tactics, uh <laughs> with the overall strategy being get to God, align with God, so anyway um boy, this could be a lot of work um that could be one. what are some other ones that I was thinking about uh man, I'm not gonna like the outcome right i'm i can't I have an inability oftentimes to let go of the outcomes, right, so the outcome won't be what I want it to be. that could be one, right? so if I let go of this situation and I really try and align with with God's will, well, the answer won't be what I want it to be, and I'm unwilling to do that. that can be it sometimes which which is kind of like saying um, uh you know if i uh if I just quit my job. Well well then uh I I might not get a job that pays me more money. Right? And so better to hang with the devil I don't know than than uh than go ahead and take the leap of faith and trust that I'll be okay no matter what. So I might be worried about the loss of what I have. Um so that's a good way to say it. Or the inverse of that, I might be it might be uh, a fear of that i won't get what i want right so if i if i take this what i believe is god centered action or just the fear of aligning with <laughs> with the old uh <laughs> higher source <laughs> uh it's so funny talking about this stuff if i align uh, with the higher source if i align with god then i'm not going to get the riches i so want right like how how many times has that been the driving force i'm not going to get the money that's going to satisfy my ego so huge of it's all about uh you know satisfying the old ego and i heard a great definition of the ego what is the ego the ego is how we think about ourselves and um I like to think about the how piece is not like, am I thinking about myself good or bad? But but the fact that that I think about myself um, and how more like, like a literal functionally, how do we think about ourselves? How does that even work? Right? Like that's the ego. Um, anyway, not the point. Well, I digress. So, I think one of the main fears that drives me is how people are going to perceive me. That's my main fear. Like, how are people going to perceive me? And so, even talking about this, when I talk about the fact that, yeah, man, I lean into God. A lot a lot these days because because i've got this inspiration to join uh russell's brunson's uh russell brunson's two comma club coaching program it's a year commitment it's awesome but it stretches me this has been an awesome an awesome stretch and i'm just a month or two into it and and it's it's Before the two CCX, I had what could be perceived as a very simple life. And now, in that, it was hold space for my boys. It's really all I had to do. Hold space for my boys. Just be available for my kids. And I always had this intuition that as my kids got older, so my 19-year-old moved out, um, And God bless him, he moved out on good terms. How amazing is that? (laughs) I had this idea for a long time that it would have to be a blow-up or something, but no, it was beautiful, and we're good friends, and he's an awesome son, and I'm a good dad. And you know why he's an awesome son? You know why my 19-year-old is an awesome son? It's because I see God's beauty in him. Like, it literally doesn't matter what he's doing, or it just doesn't matter. He's just so beautiful to me. I see him. He is like, to me, a mirror of God's beautiful creation, no matter what he's doing, perceived good or perceived bad, perceived success, perceived no success, up to something, not up to something. what It doesn't matter. He is just God's shining light to me, which I love. And I thought, I'm never going to find that space but somehow doing the heavy lifting which I can tell you all about on another day um <laughs> cuz yeah it's real so anyhow e- even more dramatically he was for a bit a source of a source of uh frustration for me I was not seeing him as God's shining light. (laughs) He was amplifying the fact that I had complete (laughs) lack of control. Um, So anyway, I'm going to talk about kids, my kids, in relation to, I think, what is actually the greatest fear, because there's all sorts of fears. There's financial fears, there's this fear, there's that fear, and again... I journal my fears, which I think is a great tactic for people, um, because, well, it, it just can be a great habit to shed light on what fears are driving me on any particular day, and the more I'm able to sort of bring my awareness to that, the more that I can see the fallacy of being driven by that, and I can let it go, and my relationships with God and everybody about me are usually uh, dramatically better so in relation to my boys and my fears so I demanded respect from my boys for a long time and I could usually blame that on my father well I learned that habit from my father well perhaps I did or I learned it from society yeah well perhaps I did Um, but the fact of the matter is is when it comes down to it and I hate to admit it and I can tell you the story of how I got there and I will tell you the story of how I got there was that I, my fear of how others perceived me as a father so my fear of how other people perceive me is a main driver for me so I'm very concerned about how you see me in this particular case it was how you saw me did you see me as a good father or not and so I had a ton wrapped up in if my kids were successful then then I would be perceived as a good father and so Or if my kids got scholarships Or if my kids were good at something If my kids were good at soccer If my kids were Were good at X I would be perceived as a good father Or If my kids respected me You would see me As a Good father I would have self-worth And so Ironically, the more that I fought for respect from my older son, (laughs) the less respect he had for me. And um, I'm going to boil it down to this for you. The more that I can understand that I don't know what path someone needs to go on to get to where they need to be, the better off I am. The more c- that I can understand, I don't know what experiences people need to have in life to get to where they need to go. To learn what they need to learn. That God's got a plan for them. And this absolutely applies to my kids. So, so what's my greatest fear of, of giving my kids to God? it's that i i will then have to let go of outcomes and perhaps my kids are not going to act the way i think they need to act so misha looks good and that's hard for me to admit i do not want to admit that to anybody that ironically my wanting what's best for my kids oftentimes is really me wanting to look good as a father how funny is that and that is a true statement i'm gonna throw another little curveball on this in that my control issues my need to, to for control and i'll talk about this another day but my need for control absolutely stems from the fact that I am going to die one day. And I actually totally think of death differently, differently than I, I, I did before. So I'm just going to say die because I don't believe there's death anymore, but whatever. So my fear of death, that lack of control, that complete lack of control and understanding about the fact that we die i my control issues manifest all over the place in other in in other areas so i'm trying to control my kids right i'm trying to control my finances <coughs> excuse me i'm trying to control people at meetings i'm trying to control people at 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 work i'm trying to control people places and things and usually it might not even be an active manifestation of that or set a different way or more simply put like i'm not literally trying to control you but i'm doing it in my mind it's a big mind fuck <laughs> sorry about the language <laughs> well um, let me circle back around to then we get the bitch slap from god right we get the bitch slap hey let me help you find peace and sometimes, again, that fight can be real. So I love the start and stop button on my little recording device because <laughs> I got to stop and start to gather my thoughts. Anyway, I just re-hit start. And um, so my son, Waylon. God bless Waylon. He is just such a such another beautiful, beautiful soul. Um anyway um Wayland and Cooper so i just for a long time was like you've got to like they have to be good at a team sport or they got to be good at something god i had this need for them to be good at something so they could get the scholarship which so there was some financial fears in there of course right cuz scholarships are great cuz then they save misha money right so there's a self-centered fear for you um or an egoic fear, or an egoic want and desire. Um, And I also want to look good as a parent. So as a parent, when you've got young kids, what inevitably happens is people come up and they say, what do your kids do? How are your kids? And I always take that. This is the way I take it. This is me, not them. I project that out onto the world as how how good are your kids doing at sports at school at whatever? So, so man, I had my boys in swimming for like five or six years and I'm like, they'll learn to like it. That's how I justified it. They'll learn to like it. They'll learn to like it. And, uh, somehow Cooper (laughs) got out of it. (laughs) But Waylon was the ultimate, ultimate manifestation of this. So it's been five or six years. I've had them in swimming classes and, uh, and and you know I'm trying to get him involved in swim team and and all this stuff and and I, you know really it's so when someone says how's your kid doing I can say oh my kid's great he's on swim team he's the national champion or whatever it is and Waylon's super strong physically and he's a he's uh he's a naturally he's got lots of natural ability which is awesome and uh he uses it how God wants him to use it, not how Misha wants him to use it. But I mean, anyhow, um, I keep digressing, and I apologize. And what's supposed to be a 10- uh, to 20-minute podcast is definitely coming up to uh, 20 minutes. So young Waylon, uh, young Waylon is, uh, is swimming away. Lots of lessons. He's tried swim team, but doesn't like it at all, to my chagrin. And so anyway... I'm like, all right, I want my kids to be healthy too, right? I just, you just as a parent, you're like, I want my kids to be healthy. Well, I want them to be healthy in a certain way that makes me look good, right? That shines a light on Misha's great versus like, hey, if maybe he likes playing outside or who knows, whatever it is, or what's my need to have him be healthy, you know, in a certain way. Anyway, I digress again. So, <laughs> so. I'm like, all right, Waylon. So Waylon's like, Dad, I'm tired of swimming. I don't like it. And <laughs> clearly, I'm not going to learn to like it, right? That That's what the outcome of this conversation is. And um, and so, you know, this has been after lots of, lots of, you know, he's got eczema. And, and the chlorine will you know, affect the the eczema. And so like how many you know, subscriptions of this chlora la 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 have we had to get to, you know soothe this skin to you know and what else? It's just you know, the (laughs) The struggle was real. Anyway. I'm trying to give you details. Trying to be a good storyteller and give you details. The detail is this: Waylon and I sit, are sitting there, and Waylon's like, "Yo, I'm tired of swimming. I don't want to do it anymore." And finally, at this point, I'm at least willing to be like, "Okay, I, I <laughs> I've addressed enough of my fears that uh, that that I I don't care anymore about about scholarships about." him being a swim champion or it's probably because Michael Phelps was doing great or something or whatever delusions, illusions I had that were going to satisfy my egoic wants and desires again said simply to make me look good um, but uh, I'm still latched on to you gotta be healthy, I just, I just want you to do a half hours of exercise and so he goes alright dad, how about if I walk home from school and I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'll walk home from school. There's your thirty minutes of exercise because it was about a thirty minute walk home from school. And I'm like, well, a that's genius. But I'm like, okay. Internally, I'm thinking, well, that sucks. That does not gonna satisfy Misha's need to to be a stellar father, but uh, but. uh <laughs> And what are the parents going to say? So anyway, I'm like, you know what? Waylon, that is actually very inspired. I love it. I'm in full support. You could walk home from school. Let's stop the swim madness. And so, uh, and so, I swear to God, the very next day, someone says, hey. Hey, Mish. I ran into someone. Hey, Mish, what's what's going on? La, 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 la. Well, how are your kids? <laughs> what are they doing? And I'm like, well waylon walks home from school and it was just it was beautiful It was a beautiful moment that person and i laughed i told him the story and uh you know what god bless um this is what i can tell you that uh that waylon has thrived (laughs) thank god for the start and stop button so back on task there's my story um My fears were unfounded. People still thought I was a great dad. They actually ironically thought I was an even better dad because I was supportive of Waylon in that way. Um, and, uh, And so there you have it. The universe was clearly giving me an alternative path. God was giving me an alternative path. This is how you can support your son this is how i want you to support your son and actually this is how waylon wants to be supported which went against my own self-centered wants and desires my ego or my need or want to look good to the outside world in the way that i thought would make me look good so um god bless survive this podcast Hopefully uh, we got a tactic in there, some strategy in there. Uh, hopefully we've got, we've got some social proof in there. These are all the things that I'm being taught uh, should be that should be in your podcast. Um, I've taken the leap. We're at 23 minutes and 55 seconds coming up on 24 minutes. So I'm going to stop. Peace out. Love for everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for spending time with me today. As someone who is committed to growth and service to this world, I so appreciate your willingness to come with me, go within, and serve our world through change. If you found value in this podcast and you know someone who can use this message, share this episode with them. Share it so our mission can be achieved one episode at a time. And of course, subscribe so you can hear more. And lastly, for more resources on what has helped me on my journey and can help you on yours, go to belove.media forward slash resources. That's belov dot forward slash resources. Thank you again for listening.